Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes.
broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, email rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. You can find The Secret Teachings by searching www.thesecretteachings.info. Our website, you'll find copies of my books. You'll find our free show archive and much more on the website. There was an issue for some people downloading the shows last week, and there were a lot of reasons actually for that. Uh, Some people just didn't reload their pages. Other people uh, noticed that there was a glitch in the free and private archives. So we've fixed the glitch, and there should be no more problems with either one of those archives. If you're not a subscriber, I'd recommend you subscribe to the show to get access to all of our shows, because when you do that, you can listen without advertisements, and you get a lot of other perks You can do that on Aftermath.media. That is Aftermath.media hosting our archive now. If you're already a subscriber to the show, you can, of course, keep your subscription and renew it at thesecretteachings.info. Please message me if you have any questions. But before you do that, make sure that the uh, issue isn't very solvable, like reloading your uh, iTunes feed or was it Apple Podcast feed or whatever the... uh, platform is that you're using try to reload it first if that doesn't work then reach out to us or aftermath if you have a subscription through them anyway today is march 28th 2023 tuesday and as most of you know we were not live last night or on friday last week i was out of town actually took two trips last week and uh, went to Sedona for a conference, as most of you probably remember me saying that. Then I went to Texas for another event, and I just got back yesterday afternoon. We drove 16 hours overnight, so I was exhausted, slept a few hours, and then I got a call from, uh, well, I got a call from Clyde and from Ron, Ron Patton and Clyde Lewis, and uh, they said that, hey, we want to get you on the show for tonight. This was Monday, last night. And I said, well, I'm really, really tired, but, you know, I can't miss an opportunity to go on ground zero. So I said I would do the show and it turned out really good. We did a really good show last night. It was really, really spooky show last night. We talked about kind of a combination of historical and biblical and occult things mixed with contemporary events, which is what we do here on The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday. But we talked about the angel of death. Abizu, or whatever name you choose to apply to the angel of death. There are many different angels of death. Some of those angels of death are there to guide you. Some of them are there to, uh, I guess you could look at it more negatively or evil, there to take the soul, uh, there to uh, take the, the, the soul of a child or the soul of an animal. There's different angels for different things. And in discussing that last night on the show, um, the, the whole broadcast was, I mean, it started when Clyde called me over the weekend and said, did you hear about these babies who passed away, these three babies, completely unrelated, uh, all died of the same condition within the same time frame, uh, all within the the city or the surrounding cities of Phoenix, Arizona. And I said, no, I did not hear that because I was out of town. I didn't read any, new, any news while I was gone. But I said, that kind of sounds like like Passover, it kind of sounds like the killing uh, of the firstborn or the taking of the firstborn. 
And Clyde said, yes, that's exactly what it sounds like. So we waited over the weekend, did the show last night. It's in the archive. If you're on Aftermath, if not, go check out Aftermath and you can uh, listen to the show we did last night. And tonight's show, since I didn't get to do my show last night, uh, a new show, I wanted to focus on that same subject we discussed with Clyde, but I wanted to do it in typical The Secret Teachings fashion because we have a lot more time here without commercials to really go through and analyze every teeny tiny piece of the story of those babies dying, but also of the school shooting yesterday and a lot of other things that might seem unrelated, but certainly have a part to play in understanding the, let's call it, grander picture. And I think the best way to to start is with some generalities, uh, to sort of explore the idea of tonight's broadcast, which is the show's called Satan Laughing Spreads His or Her, His, Her Wings. And this is the only way I could really think to describe tonight's show. As cultural divisions crystallize, into more solid and polarizing oppositions. The demonic, or whatever you choose to call the demonic, evil, darkness, etc., is gleefully spreading its wings and laughing at the anguish that it creates. Every day, every single day, there's more proof that there truly is a war between good, light, and evil, darkness. It's probably not exactly what Christians or religious-minded people suggest that it is, but there definitely is a war between good and evil, between light and darkness. And every single symbol, every date, every number, every synchronicity, every so-called coincidence combined together are dragging us into a manufactured end times. At least, that's how I feel. That's what it feels like to me, perhaps to some of you, but I'll explain more what that all means as we go through tonight's broadcast. So let's start with this. Let's start with the babies in Arizona, in Phoenix and the surrounding areas. Three babies that just died, all mysteriously, unrelated, unconnected, no foul play, at the same time, of the same condition. And maybe this happens all over the country, all over the world. Babies, teenagers, adults, people die every day. There's not a conspiracy. It's not some kind of uh, wacky theory of why people die. We know why people die. People die of all sorts of things. But when this happens, and it happens so close to Passover, then there are some strange historical, theological, biblical connections. And it makes me, at least, I don't know about you, it makes me wonder if there isn't a force or something present which is provoking, which is invoking, which is conjuring, which is trying to manufacture or create the kinds of things that that we're seeing. Let, let me give you this as an example. Three Phoenix children reported dead in one morning, and another one, there's four total, another child reported dead in Chandler. This was in Phoenix and the surrounding areas. There's a lot of little cities around Phoenix but the, most of us just say it's, it's Phoenix. Unless you live there, then you live in Chandler or you live in whatever the uh, other cities are. Uh, in each case, the child was found not breathing. They were all found not breathing. The first one was at 5 a.m. in Chandler. That was the fourth baby. Then at 5.30, another baby. At 5.30, a second or a third baby. 
Uh, and then at 6.30, these are all a.m., 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m., 5.30 a.m., and 6.30 a.m., another baby not breathing. This was in uh, Ocotillo and Gilbert Roads in Chandler, 55th Avenue and McDowell Road, 29th Street and Virginia Avenue, 24th Street and Broadway Road. So if you look these addresses up, they're not close. Uh, they're not next door to each other. These are spread out across the city, and all of these babies just stopped breathing. And it doesn't really make a lot of sense. So we could look at this and we could say it's just a coincidence. Babies die all the time. For some people, that's a sad thing. For other people, that's a political thing. And they like it. But babies die all the time. People die every single day. Car wrecks, heart attacks, overdosing. People die for a lot of reasons, right? So objectively looking at this, doesn't really have any significance. But for some reason, local media decided to publish articles on this. For some reason, the, the, the Phoenix Police Department decided to go to the media, go to the press, and tell these, these strange, synchronistic, whatever you choose to call them, these strange uh, connections, these strange, this strange story. Now, Beyond the coincidence or the, you know, just the, the, the seemingly random reporting of the event, it strikes me, when I first heard about this, as I said earlier, it strikes me as, sounds like the, the taking of the firstborn, which is the 10th plague visited upon Egypt by God in the Passover Exodus story. And the reason if you read Exodus, if you know that story, whether you're Christian or not, I'm sure you know of the Exodus story. The reason that God launches these plagues on Egypt is because his chosen people are suffering at the hands of the Pharaoh. They've been enslaved and they're being tortured and beaten and worked to death. Um, in reality, those same what we call Israelites or, or Hebrews uh a name that actually has by some been suggested to mean desert wanderer. Uh, there is a, a lot of history that shows that many of these people actually attempted to enslave the Egyptians and then the Egyptians enslaved them. Uh, slavery has been going on for a very, very long time. So we only get a piece of that biblical narrative, but nevertheless, the Exodus story, you know that the lamb was sacrificed and the blood was smeared on the doorframe. So the true believers, the true uh, followers of God, the true Israelites, they were protected from the angel of death taking the life of the firstborn. And the angel of death didn't stop in the, uh, you know, the common spaces and the, the residential communities, if you will, of Egypt. Uh, it went all the way up into the, the royalty uh, and to the pharaoh. So that's the story. You probably know that story. And that was the 10th plague visited upon Egypt. Now, as we build tonight's show, you can, of course, say, and I'll say it with you, a lot of this is just perhaps coincidence. A lot of this is just maybe me looking for things that aren't there. But every time I think that, and then I read a little bit more into everything that's happened over the last, say, three days, I can't help but think, these are not coincidences. There's something, there's something bigger here. There's something uh, more esoteric or more occult here. Let me give you an example of what I mean about that. The 10th plague 
those babies dying in Phoenix and Chandler and those areas. And then we have a shooting yesterday. Now, as I said, I got home really, really, well, it was really, really late, really early in the morning. I barely got any sleep. So I, when, as soon as I got home, I went to bed. I slept like five, six hours. And when I got up, I saw I had some phone calls from, from Ground Zero. And when I decided to go online, I responded to the calls. And then I went online and I was looking through some of the news because I haven't looked at news really for like a week. And uh, I see this story about this shooting at uh, this school, a small Christian school. So I did a little bit of reading about the shooting, and I came across some very, very strange things. So if you don't know, I'm sure you do, but if you don't know, for those of you who have been out of the loop like I have, uh, the shooting yesterday took place at a Nashville school. It was called the Covenant School. It's in Nashville, Tennessee. The shooter was armed with two assault-style weapons or rifles. I, the thing is, you don't really know exactly, unless you see these guns, what they are, because the media, you know, they 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 just they tend to label uh, guns in in ways that are inaccurate. But two assault-style rifles or weapons, uh, a pistol, so a handgun, and uh, they say that. Two of these guns were obtained legally. They want you to know they were obtained legally because legal gun owners are, of course, crazy psychopaths because, you know, my gun goes, all my guns, they go kill people every weekend. I, I can't stop them. Uh, the victims were identified as being three adults. There's a substitute teacher, the head of the school, and a janitor or custodian, whatever the politically correct term for that is now, and uh, three children, three young children died as well. Plus the shooter, 28 year old, we'll, we'll say person for the moment, 20 year old person uh, was shot by the police and killed Audrey Hale, who did the shooting, which is a, on the surface, an extremely strange event because women usually are not uh, involved in this kind of thing. Women usually do not commit these kinds of acts of violence. And there's a lot of reasons for that, but Traditionally, historically, women don't commit these acts of violence. But for, for all of you women who are maybe you know, afraid of being associated with a, with a female mass shooter, don't worry, because the shooter wasn't actually a woman, although they were a woman. And the media is having a hard time swallowing their own bitter pill on this, because the shooter was actually transgender. So the press is having a hard time figuring out what to call this person. A 28-year-old woman, but they actually identify as a man. So if the media says they're actually a man, but they're, they're, they're technically a woman, you know, they could get in trouble. So I think that's the reason that the media has been kind of slow to really jump on this story in the way. I'm not saying nobody's covering it. It's all over the place. It's news alerts on CNN and Fox News. But there's a difference between this story and other shootings. The major difference is you can't pin this shooting on someone who's a Republican or someone who leans to the right or someone who's a Trump supporter or you can't make an ordeal out of it like January 6th. So there isn't as much coverage. And if there is, um, there is even a little bit of coverage. It's, of course, about spinning the story and altering the narrative. And the way that that's done, Snopes, I think, had the best article on it. Snopes, which is the cat and the whatever the rest of that Snopes family is. Uh, Snopes said, 
well, you know, transgender shooters are very rare, so, you know, let, let's not start assigning blame to people. That's what Snope said. And it's like, okay, yes, transgender shooters are very rare, but there are plenty of transgender shooters. The right age shooter back in 2018, Snonicha or Snonika Mosley, diagnosed with mental illness. They were transgender, killed three people. There's that number three. You'll see that a lot tonight. And then in 2020, the Denver area charter school that was shot up by Alec McKinney, who was also transgender. And then there's another story, another more recent story. Last year, the Club Q, Colorado Springs LGBTQ nightclub shooting. Anderson Aldrich, according to court documents, court filings, was non-binary. According to the court filings, they use they, them pronouns, and for the purpose of all formal filings, will be addressed as MX Aldrich. Not Mr., not Mrs., just Mix Aldrich. So there's three examples right there. Transgender shootings happen quite often, actually. We've had four in the last four to five years. At least just those are the ones that I pulled out of the stack uh, the quickest. That's quite a bit. And considering that there haven't historically been transgender shootings, this would mean that transgender shootings are up hundreds of percent. But I'm not going to manipulate statistics like that to push a political agenda or a political narrative, though that is a factual thing. Transgender shooters are up hundreds, maybe thousands of percent. Is this happening every day? No. Are you going to get shot if you go to a Rite Aid? Chances are no. Are you going to get shot if you go to a gay nightclub? Chances are no. Are you going to get shot if you go to a charter school? Chances are no. Are you going to get shot if you go to a Christian school like Covenant? Chances are no. But with all the attention and all the focus on these stories, it makes everything that you could possibly do during the day, from going to a grocery store to going to a movie, you know, two shootings I'm talking about, to going to a Rite Aid, to going to a club or a gay club, to going to school. It makes everything seem and feel more dangerous. Even if, in reality, depending on where you live, crime might actually be down. Gun violence might actually be down. You notice that there is no coverage in the mainstream press, with the exception of local affiliate stations, there's no coverage of what happened in Chicago once again over the weekend. This is every weekend, too. In fact, this weekend was a mild weekend in Chicago compared to other weekends. But NBC Chicago reports, this was on Sunday, that eight people were wounded in Chicago and two people were killed in more, in some of these cases, random shootings in the city. Two dead, at least eight wounded in Chicago shootings this weekend. Chicago police say two men are dead and at least eight other victims have been hurt in shootings across the city. And that was just over the weekend. Where is the news reporting on this? Why do you think the news doesn't report on shootings like this in Chicago? You, you say news, Ryan. Okay, well, NBC Chicago, that's the news. NBC's mainstream. But again, I said, I'm not talking about mainstream as in you flip on CNN. I'm talking about uh, local affiliates that are covering this. But the mainstream media, yes, CNN, Fox News, for the most part, don't cover things like this. Fox, because they have a political bias in the direction 
of, well, they might want to cover something like this. They might talk about it. But generally speaking, while we're discussing the covenant shooting, how guns are bad, guns are killing people. Well, true, but it's it's not really guns, actually. It's more so violent crime that is not stopped, that is encouraged. It's gangs, which is largely what's happening in Chicago and everywhere else in the U.S. Most gun violence is gang violence. It's like three quarters of all gun violence or more is, is gang violence. Another percentage is suicide. But there's no focus on that. It's just like the leading causes of death in the United States. You know, your heart disease, your your stroke, your um, and not just death, but also uh, just disease and illness in general, your diabetes, your cancer, uh, your respiratory diseases. Like these are the leading causes of death. But no, they tell us it's just it's from a viral particulate. That's what's killing everybody. Or it's from a vaccine. That's what's killing everybody. You know my take on this. A viral particulate I don't think is making anybody sick. But it doesn't mean people don't get sick. They just get sick from other things. And although vaccines can be extremely dangerous, that's not what's killing everybody either. Although it sure, certainly has uh, caused a lot of problems officially now from thrombosis to myocarditis, etc. But no focus on the leading causes of death, which are caused largely by lifestyle choices and decisions. In the same way that there's virtually no discussion of why Chicago is so dangerous and violent or why, uh, well, my city here of Tucson is so dangerous and violent in a totally different way, totally different way. It's dangerous and violent here. Most of what's happening here is drug related and gang related. That's what makes it similar to Chicago. But the big difference between here and Chicago is there are very strict gun laws in Chicago so good people can't get guns or you're not allowed to legally own a gun or you have to go through all these loopholes to get one. So more people that don't follow the law have access to these things and they commit a lot of crimes. Again, it's mostly gang and drug related. Same thing here. But most of the crime here is not so much one on one gang related violence that seems random. A lot of the crime here is is property damage. A lot of the crime here is vandalism. I don't know for sure why that is, but I'd assume because here in Arizona, we have a lot of really good gun laws and the average person is usually packing heat. That's my theory on why, you know, one on one crimes are a little bit uh, rarer here as opposed to places like Chicago. But nonetheless, it's because of the refusal to enforce the law. It's because of the refusal to prosecute crimes. And I think that you you kind of probably get this idea if you listen to the secret teachings. It's not political. It's just a, it's just a fact of nature. So. With the shootings in Chicago, that's not really a politically correct or a politically acceptable narrative to discuss. So we ignore that and we focus on the three children and the three adults who died in the Covenant School. And it just so happens to be that all of the shooting took place after 10 a.m. Most news outlets are reporting it began at 10 a.m. yesterday, 10 a.m. March 27th, Monday, 2023. And that's strange not by itself, but, you know, it's a strange thing because, well, the 10th plague of Egypt was the killing of the firstborn, the killing of those children. And we have that other story in Arizona about the three plus, there were four actually kids that just stopped breathing and died. Little tiny babies. It kind of sounds like the, the angel of death, Abizu or uh, whatever the angel of death is that you want to, uh, Mashite is another name for the angel of death. Something weird is going on here as we approach Passover, and we're going to try to get to the bottom of it here on The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Short break, 
and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. From parahistory and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad-free archive now hosted by Aftermath.media. Definitely don't need it. There's the basic and premium options you get the montages, my digital books, and more. For those of you who already have a Secret Teaching subscription, you can still keep that subscription. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe today. I need it! If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana? Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir. Or if that's not enough, check out Good Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings, but most importantly, it supports you. Hello folks, this is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. I hope you find it enlightening. At the end of last week, just before the weekend, there was a very strange story that came out of Phoenix, Arizona, just north of where I am here in Tucson. That story was reported on by local Channel 10 News. The information from the Phoenix Police Department about a child found not breathing. In fact, several children found not breathing in different locations all over the city, all around the same exact time within an hour of each other, hour to 90 minutes of each other. In all four of the cases, a child was found not breathing. These were separate locations. They are ruling out foul play. And it just seems to be less than coincidental. Objectively speaking, is it really that weird? Babies, unfortunately, die all the time. Adults die all the time. We die from a lot of different things. We get sick from a lot of different things. It's not a singular issue that makes us sick. It's usually not a singular issue that uh, results in our death. But these are the kinds of stories that don't usually get reported. What does the Phoenix Police Department have to gain by going to the press and saying, hey, we just got all these babies that died and all these babies, they stopped breathing and they're not related to one another and they're all over the city and it all happened at about the same time from 5 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. This happened. Kind of as you have that 
transition between darkness and light. And when you have that transition between night and morning, that is traditionally when the monsters and the spirits and the specters and the yokai and all the other demons and folkloric uh, creatures come out to play. Kind of like the witching hour, the darkest transitional point of the night, 2 to 3, 2 to 4 a.m., the witching hour. In fact, the witching hour, about 2 a.m., is also in the news this week because of a story out of Tennessee this big car crash, this big car wreck. Maybe you heard about it, maybe you didn't. Associated Press reported this on Sunday. A car crash killed six young people, including a one-year-old infant, after they were ejected from their vehicle early Sunday morning on a freeway in Middle Tennessee. Emergency crews found a car upside down with the extensive damage, uh, with extensive damage, when they responded at about 2 a.m. to the crash site in Robertson County. First responders found six females ranging in age from 1 to 18 who had been thrown from the car and could not be resuscitated. The crash took place at I-24 near Pleasant View and Springfield. And another person suffered minor injuries in the crash. Now, the article that I read, the Associated Press, they didn't explain how this wreck happened. Uh, why there was a baby out at 2 o'clock in the morning with these other women. Were they partying? Were they drinking? I don't know. I don't know if it even matters, really. I think what matters is, once again, here's the witching hour. A baby, an infant, dies in the crash, and six females all die in the crash, all very young, all under 18 years old. Now, you could dig into that story a little bit more. It's a story that is... Seemingly unrelated, just like the deaths of these babies in Phoenix. But when you start to put all this together, you realize maybe there's something energetically, there's something universally, there's something going on that is beyond human sight and human perception. With those babies that just stop breathing and die, with that infant that died in that car wreck, and the six, or I suppose the Six uh, young girls, they're five uh, older girls, but you know the infant is included, but all under 18, thrown from the car and die. A lot, of, a lot of kids dying, a lot of stories about kids and babies in particular dying just since this weekend. And then you have the shooting at the Covenant School, and that's where things take an even more bizarre turn. For example... That shooting began at about 10 o'clock in the morning, about 10 a.m. Now, it technically began after 10 a.m. They try to find an exact time, you know, for the record. But the reports that I have say it, it began shortly after 10 a.m. or about 10 a.m. Once again, just a random number, random time for the shooting. Until I start thinking about those babies that died and the, the youthful women that died and the little infant that died and the way that those babies in Phoenix died, it kind of sounds like you know, the, the breath taken out of them, the breath was taken from them. It sounds like the angel of death. It sounds like the Passover. It sounds like the 10th plague visited upon Egypt. 10th plague, 10 a.m. And who died in the covenant shooting? Three kids, also three adults, also the shooter. There are a lot of different names for the angel of death. 
And sometimes, sometimes the angel of death is more so like an angel of, of, of guidance, not really there to could be a bad omen, you know, kind of like seeing Mothman or seeing some kind of cryptid like creature like that. But, you know, an angel is not necessarily angelic and a demon is not necessarily demonic. So there are a lot of names for this angel of death and some of them, you know, to the to the average person who might know some angels or know some demons, it might be confusing to learn that Gabriel is one of the angels of death. Uh, Gabriel presides over the lives of young people. So we could call this angel of death with the car crash in Tennessee, the babies in Phoenix, and also the shooting was in Tennessee at Covenant School. And the covenant is, well, it's an agreement kind of a deal made between two sides. Covenant is also the Mosaic covenant made between God and man, between God and the chosen people. And that's the story that we see play out in the, in the, in the book of Exodus. Uh, and in the story of, of the Exodus out of Egypt, uh, that is, you know, the Passover. Uh, that is the killing of the firstborn. That is the 10th plague. Again, 10 a.m. Exodus, the 10th plague covenant school these babies dying as if they were visited by the angel of death uh, there is something strange going on here other names for the angel of death include kafsiel who is the angel of death over kings meshab bear meshab bear the angel of death over animals and i want to say this next one slowly so it doesn't sound like i'm cursing uh, mash hit mash hit Mashit is the angel of death over children. Uh, Af, A-F, is the angel of death over men. Hema is the angel of death over domestic animals. And again, the angel of death is not necessarily an evil or a fallen angel. He's, he's working in God's service in, in the stories. Um, in Zoroastrianism, it's the angel of death or the demon of death, Maria. It could be male or female who offered Zoroaster, much like Satan tempting Jesus, the empire of the world. And Jesus doesn't take it. It's already his world. This is a metaphor. We are tempted with these material things. We are tempted with the things that lead us astray from spiritual growth or development. But we already, this is already ours. We perceive the world. We manufacture and create the world. This is already our world. But in Zoroastrianism, Zoroaster was tempted just like Jesus uh, by Satan or by Maria, uh, the angel of death. So lots of different angels of death. And we're going to talk more about that as the show goes on. But let's talk about the shooting at the school. Let's think about this for a second. So the car crash was in Tennessee. Those babies just having the breath taken out of them like the 10th plague in Egypt, in Phoenix, desert, kind of like Egypt, I guess you could say. Uh, those babies... In Phoenix, there were four of them. One was a little bit older than, a, than an infant. And then you look at Tennessee where this Covenant school shooting happened, and you learned that the shooter was transgender. And they had a manifesto, and they had mapped the school. They actually had attended the school and supposedly went to enact vengeance on the school for one reason or another. It's hard to tell what to believe. You don't really know what to believe. It doesn't matter if you get your news from Fox or CNN or NBC or Yahoo. It's really hard to, to know what exactly to believe. And a lot of confusion can be created when you read seemingly 
contradictory headlines. Like, for example, uh, most headlines on this shooting, most of the stories are focused on the fact that three children and three adults were killed in the shooting. But the shooter was also killed, so that means there were actually seven people that died in the shooting. And it can get confusing when you read headlines like this, ABC News, three children, three adults killed in Nashville school shooting. Then you read headlines like this, seven dead, including shooter and three children at Nashville Christian School. Obviously, the shooter is, uh, you know, they usually keep the shooter separate. But if you read headlines that you just skim like that, you skim over them. That can be kind of confusing. So seven people total with the kids, with the adults and with the shooter who was a transgender. Now, let's read Let me read you this news article. This is something I highlighted because I think that it's important. It says this, Yahoo News yesterday. This is picked up from the Associated Press. A 28-year-old suspect who police say identified as a transgender or transgender woman opened fire at a private Christian elementary school in Nashville on Monday, killing three nine-year-old children and three adults before being killed by responding officers, officials say. The shooter was identified as Audrey Elizabeth Hell, H-A-L-E, not H-E-L-L. That would just you know, blow my mind if it was Hell. Like, like Sam Bankman Fried. You trust that guy with your money? <laughs> Sam Bankman Fried. Yeah, sure. Uh, Freed, Fried. Aubrey Elizabeth Hale, who was a student at the school. The shooting began shortly after 10 a.m., the shooter used two assault-style rifles and a handgun. Okay, that was the report from the Yahoo News Associated Press. And then here's another Associated Press story out of Nashville, Tennessee. There were three victims who were adults, three victims who were children. The victims were identified as Evelyn Dieckhaus. I apologize if I pronounced that name wrong, Dieckhaus. Uh, Hallie Scruggs and William Kinney, all nine years old. The adults were Cynthia Peake, Catherine Kuntz, and Mike Hill, all of them in their 60s. Now, this is where the story takes a very, very strange esoteric or occult turn. I mentioned that the Mosaic uh, Covenant, which is the covenant between God and the people of Israel, the Mosaic Covenant obviously has a lot to do with the story of Exodus and the 10th plague and the firstborn and the blood of the Paschal lamb being smeared in the doors and the sacrifice of the lamb consuming the, the, the lamb inside for dinner while the angel of death passes over, Passover. Uh, some say it's the passing over of the angel of death. Others say it's the Paschal lamb. The Paschal lamb is the sacrificial lamb. Uh, I have a whole, like a whole page on the Paschal lamb in my book, Occult Arcana, which is available at thesecretteachings.info if you're interested in reading more about that. Uh, nevertheless, uh, the story of the Covenant School and the story of Mosaic, the Mosaic Covenant, um, it's strange when you realize that this is the end of March and we are entering the Passover month. Uh, that is a very strange coincidence, perhaps. If the school wasn't called Covenant, maybe there wouldn't be as much here to digest, but it, it is a Christian covenant school. It's called Covenant. And these children die. These adults die. And the shooter also dies. And the number three, for some reason, it's it's not just the three children or the three adults. It's also the third month 
of the year. It's March, so it's the third month of the year with three and three. The address of the school is 33 Burton Hills Boulevard in Tennessee. And as I pointed out last night on Ground Zero, just sort of random, but it also fits fits the narrative pretty well, the occult narrative that is, if you take the number of students at the school, there's 200, and you divide it by the third month of the year, three, or the number of kids who died, three, or the number of adults who died, three, do that on a calculator and see what number you get. 200 divided by three. Think about it. Maybe you can do it in your head like Matilda. What number do you get? You get six, 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 and so on. Six, 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 six. Maybe just another coincidence. I also noticed the fact that the school's address is 33 Burton Hills Boulevard. One of the adults who died, Mike Hill, 61 years old. Another adult who died, Cynthia Peak, like a mountain peak. And... What is the Mosaic Covenant, like the Covenant School? That's the covenant that God establishes with the people of Israel after Moses leads them out of slavery in Egypt. And where is that covenant established? It's established at Mount Sinai, the mountain. The mountain, the hill, the peak, the covenant, the covenant school, And we are approaching the Passover month. The angel of death, the tenth plague, visited upon Egypt. The desert. In Phoenix, here in the desert, we just had four kids, four babies. Stop breathing. In unconnected cases, all across the city. For some reason, that was reported on. Seems very strange. No foul play involved. Unrelated cases across town all at the same time, nonetheless, which is even more bizarre. If one baby died in a drowning, another one was strangled by the parents, another one was starved to death. That's not weird. That's horrific, but it's not weird. What's weird is that all across the city, you've got these, at least what's been reported, these cases of babies that all just randomly stopped breathing at the exact same time, like the angel of death was knocking at the door and there was no sacrificial blood on the door frame on the entrance to the door isn't that bizarre and then and then the 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 weekend ends and the week begins with a shooting at covenant school if you just randomly divide the number of students by the number of students that were killed you get 666 Two of the adults who were killed have names associated with the name uh, of the street or the boulevard that the school's located on, 33 Burton Hills Boulevard, Mike Hill and Cynthia Peak. And what is the covenant school? What is the covenant? It's the covenant between God and the people of Israel. It is the Mosaic Covenant. And with those babies losing their breath with the babies dying in that car crash in Tennessee. Six young people died in that car crash in Tennessee. The shooting took place in Tennessee. The Mosaic Covenant, the Exodus, the 10th plague, the shooting began at 10 a.m. as we approach 
the Passover month. I mean, that's a lot to take in. That's a lot to kind of absorb. But I want you to think about that for a second. Think of all these things. Think of, is it, is it really possible that all of these things could be coincidences? I want to go through it again with you. These babies stopped breathing in Phoenix, which is, it's a desert. Babies stopped breathing in Phoenix. And the story is that they all stopped breathing around the same time, same morning, same city, all across town as if there, there was something happening that was unseen. But you think about that, and I don't think it really makes any difference, but it's kind of weird that Phoenix is a desert. And if you think about Egypt, you think Egypt is a desert. And you have the 10th plague visited upon the Pharaoh, the Egyptians, by God. And that plague, that 10th plague, is the killing of the firstborn. I don't know if you've ever watched The Prince of Egypt. Or you've watched any movie or you've read any story about you know the, the plagues of Egypt. Uh, I, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure the way that they show the the firstborn dying is like the the breath being taken out of them. I mean, God breathes into the nostrils of man, so the angel of death is going to come and take the breath away. That's the 10th plague. Now, the shooting at Covenant uh, Christian School took place at 10 a.m. And there were three children, three adults, and the three children, you just you look at the number of kids at the school, there were 200 and if you just divide the, the number of kids at the school by the number of kids who died, you weirdly get the number 666. Actually, you get 66 point, I think it's like 66.66666, but you get 666. Really weird. It could be 676, but it's 666. The three adults who died. One is named Mike Hill. Another is named Cynthia Peak. Nothing to Catherine Coons the third woman, uh, the third person who died, but Cynthia Peake and Mike Hill. Think about that for a second. Mike Hill, Cynthia Peake, Hill and Peake. Where was the school located? 33 Burton Hills Boulevard. And that was again in Tennessee. Then you have the car crash with the six young people who died in Tennessee. And you had that at 2 a.m., the witching hour that occurred. And this was the third month of the year, March, as we approach the Passover month of April. And it's not just the Passover month. It's not just the Passover month. A lot of things historically have happened in April that are significant and that relate to sacrifice and relate, sadly, to the death of children. If you don't believe me, honestly, I don't even believe myself sometimes. I have to go double, triple, quadruple, etc. check to make sure I've got the dates right. But I want you to go online, or if you remember this, um, you'll, you'll know right off the top of your head. But I want you to think about some major events that happened in the month of April historically. You've got the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. And there's the history there of the financial, financial system, financial corruption. You've got the sinking of the Titanic, which we talked with Brad Olson about uh, the week before last, and about how three of the most powerful 
financiers and businessmen in the United States who opposed the creation of the Federal Reserve Act were on that ship. And they go down and die with the ship. Nobody is left to oppose the Federal Reserve. So you have that money connection there. Abraham Lincoln and the Titanic. But more to the point, although there were kids on the Titanic and Abraham Lincoln might not have any association with the death of kids, although banking systems have uh, caused a lot of suffering and a lot of death. The, 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 the real scary stories are, how about the, the siege on Waco? Waco, Texas. That massacre. Who died there? A bunch of kids died there. How about the Oklahoma City bombing? The Oklahoma City bombing resulted in a lot of kids dying. I believe there was a daycare there when that building blew up. Probably from the outside. The uh, the truck. Columbine. Columbine also happened in April. The Lusitania, the ship that was supposedly neutral from the United States to Europe. And that boat was targeted by the Germans and blown up. And the Germans said, don't send any boats. If you're neutral, don't send boats into waters that you know are currently uh, the, the location of a war because they're probably going to be blown up and we don't want to have any kind of conflict with you in the United States. Only one newspaper ran that warning from the Germans. One newspaper ran it. Nobody else would run it. Because they wanted that as provocation to enter the war, obviously. But the Lusitania, it didn't sink you know, right away. It goes into uh, uh, those waters that were patrolled by the German boats. And it gets blown up. And they put a lot of, there's a lot of munitions on there because the U.S. had violated their neutrality agreement. They were sending munitions to Europe. And uh, the Lusitania had a lot of kids on board. And this was the very end of April. The boat sets sail. And within a few weeks, a German U-boat fires a torpedo and sinks the boat, killing almost 1,200 passengers, 128 Americans, and a lot of children. All that happens in April. It's also Adolf Hitler, his birthday and his death day. It is. It leads up to the formation of the 1776 Bavarian Illuminati, which is a real secret society, not that pop culture conspiracy garbage. Uh, the Bavarian Illuminati with Adam Weishaupt, the uh, law professor, is a real secret society that was created in 1776, May 1st. It's also kind of weird when the when the Freedom Tower was erected in New York City. You know, after the Twin Towers were destroyed in that Masonic ritual. I don't mean that like Masons are bad. I mean like the, the Boaz and Jachin, the towers were destroyed. The temple was destroyed and rebuilt with this one world uh, tower. Uh, they unveiled that. I actually have the original newspaper clipping. They unveiled that tower. 1776, right? The birth of America. Same year that the Bavarian Illuminati was founded. The weird thing is they didn't unveil the tower on like the 4th of July and say it's 776 feet tall. They, they unveiled it on May 1st and said 1776 feet tall does that sound does that sound american or does that sound like the birth date of the bavarian illuminati it's actually the birth date of the bavarian illuminati may 1st 1776 if it was july 4th 1776 you'd be like oh yeah that makes sense coming from a historical point of view just generally speaking it makes sense i mean maybe you know if you're particular about your historical dates like i am you know july 4th really isn't the the actual 
day when things were were signed. Some stuff was. But it wasn't July 4th, 70. It was May 1st, 1776, right at the end of the April, the April, uh, what they call them fire festivals. And uh, a lot of that, because April 30th is Beltane. And we build bonfires to help to awaken, to help the sun grow to Letha, the summer solstice. So there's a lot going on here. And we're going to go into more details about this when we come back from break. The angel of death, the shooting at Covenant School, some other things that were happening in Tennessee that seem to have been maybe even triggers for the shooting of that school, or at least for the exploiting of the shooting of that school. I'll tell you more about that when we come back from break here on The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. From the occult and theology to history and the paranormal, The Secret Teachings Radio Show brings you that and more Monday through Friday on GroundZero.radio. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. If you're looking to learn more in 2023, then look no further than books from The Secret Teachings. The Technological Elixir explores UFOs, artificial intelligence, and demonic contracts in the entertainment industry. Liberty Shrugged is an illuminating and nonpartisan look into American history, focusing on natural law, slavery, and the war for independence. Food philosophy is not a diet book, but it does help alleviate confusion over food industry propaganda with specific focus on bizarre ingredients that are put into your foods. And Occult Arcana is a compendium of esoteric wisdom, from theology and sympathetic magic to witchcraft, voodoo, and the origins of holidays. Get physical and digital copies of these books only at www.thesecretteachings.info. And remember, all physical books also come with a digital copy as well. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info, or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad-free archive, now hosted by Aftermath.media. Definitely don't need it. There's the basic and premium option. You get the montages my digital books and more for those of you who already have a secret teaching subscription you can still keep that subscription just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe today I need it. this is david Ike, and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable why else would you show up with that thing on your back just three days before president business is going to use the crackle to end the world president business is going to end the world but he's such a good guy an octan they make good stuff music dairy products coffee tv shows surveillance systems all history books voting machines wait a minute welcome to the darkness the secret teachings radio show is on facebook and twitter just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and tst underscore underscore radio to tweet with us think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call up to the follow back to me 
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. You can catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. If you're listening in the free archive or the subscription archive, you don't need to catch the show live, of course. You can just listen afterward. You do have to listen to those advertisements in the free archive, though, so if you'd like to get rid of those, subscribe to the full archive. You get a lot of other perks as well. The montages, my digital books, and more. www.thesecretteachings.info is our website. If you'd like to contact the show for any reason, you want to share something with us, you want to tell us that we're wrong, that we're right, whatever, rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. So far tonight, we've examined the strange death of a handful of babies in Phoenix, in the greater Phoenix, Arizona area. A couple of babies just stopped breathing. And the babies that died are something that you normally, you would think that this kind of thing happens all the time. It's not really a big news story, but local news in Phoenix picked the story up. The Phoenix Police Department told the press that three babies stopped breathing at the same time, roughly, Completely different locations, no foul play. A fourth baby actually stopped breathing, a little bit older, and all four of them died. If it was if it's all in the same house, you know, it wouldn't be it would be probably foul play. Something bad happened. Maybe there was a gas leak. I don't know, but something like this that happens across the city—that's kind of weird. When I first heard this. Clyde Lewis actually called me and he said, hey, did you hear this story? Because, you know, I'm in Arizona. And, and I said, no, I didn't hear that because I'm out of town. I was out of town in, in Texas over the weekend. And I said, that just sounds like, it just sounds like the the angel of death passing over uh, the homes with blood on the doorways and then taking the firstborn of those who don't have the blood, who aren't believers, who aren't, you know, part of the covenant that God made with, uh, you know, the chosen people. And Clyde said, that's exactly what it sounds like. That's what I thought, too. And if you missed that show that we did last night, uh, Abizu, you can find it on Aftermath uh, in the archive if you're a subscriber there. Tonight on The Secret Teachings, taking the same story, same set of stories, and we're exploring it a little deeper here. And you have those stories of the babies. Just, I'm... I'm, I know that it sounds absolutely insane, but you just start seeing all these weird connections. Like, you know, of all the places this could have happened with the babies that stopped breathing, I mean, this could have been in Los Angeles, this could have been in Baltimore, this could have been anywhere. But it happens in Phoenix. It happens in, like, the, the, the heart of the, the desert. You know, one of the hottest places in the country, if not the hottest city in the country. And, and you think desert, and you think angel of death, 
And you think the death of these babies and having the breath drawn out of them, like the Prince of Egypt, you've seen that movie about the Exodus. And you think of the Passover, which is coming up really fast. Named as such because of either the sacrifice of the Paschal Lamb, which is innocence and purity, or because of the passing over of the angel of death, looking over the homes that have the blood, the ritual sacrificial, uh, sacrificial blood smeared on the doorframe, passing over those homes of the protected, of the God-fearing. And what is the, the, that, that plague in Egypt? Egypt is a desert, and that plague of the firstborn being taken. And that plague is the tenth plague, too. And the weirdness might stop there until you wake up Monday morning and you learn of a shooting at a Christian school. Could have been any kind of school. Happened to be a Christian school. Could have been called anything. That school could have been called absolutely anything. I went to a Christian school. My school was called Northside Christian because it was a Christian school on the north side. They're in, I think it was in, I guess the county was Pinellas County, but St. Petersburg, Florida, where I grew up. Northside Christian. Could have been called anything. Could have been called Southwest Christian. But no, the school was called Covenant Christian. And what is the covenant? Or the Mosaic Covenant? In particular, the agreement between God and the chosen people. And that covenant was agreed upon at Mount Sinai. The Mosaic Covenant. You know, with the Ten Commandments, and the golden calf Apis, who was being worshipped by the Israelites, which is a bull god from Egypt. And Moses got really upset and smashed the tablets. Some of the tablets. Mount Sinai. And again, it might just seem like there's not much more to it until you read about the people who died at the Covenant School shooting. Three children, three adults. It just so happens to be that there were 200 students at the school. How do I know that? Because the media reported on it obsessively. They reported on this in the Associated Press, from everywhere from, everywhere from the AP to Yahoo News. Kind of like the most respected to the, the, the biggest joke in, 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 in news, like Yahoo. They all reported the same thing. 200 students at the school. If you divide 200 students, 200 kids, by the number of kids who died, you get 666. You might think it stops there, but then you look at the three adults who died, and what do you get? You get three adults, Catherine Kuntz, Cynthia Peak, and Mike Hill. Again, what's the significance of that? Nothing, right? Two of the people, Mike Hill and Cynthia Peak, their last names, Peak and Hill, like a mountain peak, a hill, a mountain. The Mosaic Covenant, Mount Sinai, the school was called Covenant. You might think it stops there, but it doesn't because the address of the school was 33 Burton Hills Boulevard. What are the chances of those coincidences? It's not, I'm not, I'm, you know, the whole thing here is not, it's not about finding numbers and names and Illuminati confirmed. This isn't the Illuminati. What are you talking about? This isn't that online YouTube conspiracy garbage. This is real life. This is bizarre. This is weird. This is very ritualistic. I'm not saying it has to be planned. I don't think that it's planned. I think it's one hell of a cosmic coincidence. It's one hell of a synchronicity or a series of synchronicities. 
There's more to it than that because it happened in March, third month of the year. If you really want to play with numerology, it happened on the 27th, two and seven. Two and seven, nine, right? Two and seven is nine. And all three of the kids who died were nine years old. Does that have some meaning? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I know the kids at the school, 200 divided by the kids who died is 666, and that's weird. I know that the the address of the school is 33 Burton Hills Boulevard. I know that's weird when one of the people who died was Mike Hill and one of the other people who died was Cynthia Peak. I know that the school was called Covenant, and we approached the Passover with the death of these kids. You think the angel of death, you think the Exodus... Mosaic Covenant after the exodus out of Egypt, and that's the hill, the mountain, the sacred mountain. How is that just coincidental in the third month of the year? And that's not the only thing that happened. It's not just the Phoenix story or the Nashville school story. Also in Tennessee, at 2 o'clock in the morning, the witching hour, there was a crash in Robertson County. Car crash. I-24 near Pleasant View in Springfield. I didn't go searching for this story, but it was in all my news feeds. This was Sunday. And guess who died? Wasn't an old couple. Wasn't, you know, a a 15-year-old and their dad. Six females ranging 1 to 18, a one-year-old infant, also in Tennessee. Keep all that in mind. Try to process that as we move on to the next point, the next segment of tonight's show. We're going to tie everything together as the show concludes in the next 50 minutes. So keep all that in mind. Let's go back to the sort of mundaneness out of the occult, out of the esoteric. And let's just look at the state of Tennessee. Let's look at the state of Tennessee, what they've done over the last month. Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee has signed what a lot of people consider to be the most discriminatory, the most prohibitive, transgender, drag queen, etc. bills into law. According to the Tennessee General Assembly's website, the governor signed SB0001 into law. That law prohibits gender-affirming care for minors who are transgender. The other law is SB0003, which prohibits, quote, adult cabaret entertainment from being performed in public or what some have dubbed, of course, they dub it the anti-drag bill. So let's try to understand what these two bills do. SB0001 prohibits gender-affirming care for minors who are transgender. That means, among other things, schools can't basically kidnap the children from their parents' awareness and assist them. These are both schools and also psychiatrists, psychologists. Many of them work at schools. Tell them to not inform their parents of what's happening and then to give them hormones or puberty blockers or maybe even schedule them for surgery. Now, how many times does this actually happen? Does this happen a lot? In some places, yes. In some places, no. In some places, yes, because that's the cult zealot ideology. 
In other places, not so much because it's frowned upon. It's looked down upon. And now in Tennessee, there's laws that prevent it. But even if you're pro whatever this is, it doesn't make any sense that kids can't join the military. You can't join the military at eight years old. You can't buy cigarettes. You can't buy alcohol. You can't even rent a car until you're 25. Your, free, your, your, your prefrontal cortex, or I think that's what it's called, doesn't fully develop until you're 25 years old, which is what you need to make decisions. So how can you do any of those things that can be life-changing, life-altering until you can fully be in control of your life and, and be aware of what's happening? So prohibiting gender-affirming care, which basically means telling children they're trans or whatever the case is and they need these things, that's illegal in Tennessee now. I mean, it'll go. this bill won't go into effect, I don't think, immediately. It usually takes... Uh, a few weeks or a few months. It depends on when the bill's signed. I don't know how Tennessee's uh, 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 Congress and government works because every state's a little different. But then SB 0003, it prohibits adult cabaret entertainment for uh, basically for, for, for children being performed in public, like, you know, Drag Queen Storytime, as they call it. And we have, to, we have to understand that on the left and right, there's a lot of rhetoric that is, is really damaging to, to everybody. Uh, number one, Yes, it's drag queen story time. And that's weird. Why you need to dress up like a drag queen. Why you need to specifically target children. Why don't you just come as yourself and read to the kids? Why do you have to be dressed? In some cases, they literally dress like like a demon or something. These big horns on their head. And, you know, uh, they've got like, they got the glitter on their face and the horns in their head. And they like big fat guys in dresses with hairy legs and pot belly. It's just like, why can't you just come and read to the children? Would, would that be too weird? Like parents wouldn't want some big fat pedophile looking guy around their kids. So if he puts on a dress and, and horns, suddenly it's, it's entertainment. It's fun. Okay. Objectively, but objectively also calling it drag queen story time as a demeaning or degrading thing can also probably be pretty dangerous because not every drag queen wants to, to do that to children. And in fact, a lot of people who dress in drag or who are LGBTQ or whatever you want to call them, they also disagree with this. So let's try to be objective about this. Try. Okay, SB003. In terms of the gender affirming care, if you can't buy cigarettes, you can't join the military, you can't rent a car, you shouldn't be taking hormones or puberty blockers and having parts of the body removed that... I guess barring some kind of terrible reversal surgery will scar you and damage you for life. You're not in a position to make those decisions. And it should be the parents that can make those decisions, not not the doctors or not the schools, which is part of the reason that the U.S. Congress, the federal Congress, just passed H.R. 5, or what is called the Parental Bill of Rights. Parental Bill of Rights. Now, you notice that that's not what the bill's called. It's H.R. 5, House uh, House Resolution, House Bill 5. Uh, basically, it's called the Parental Bill of Rights. Uh, others have their own names for it, just like the SB0003 prohibits kids from being exposed to what I just explained, but some call it the anti-drag bill. Just like with the uh, bill in Florida, that prohibits the distribution of pornographic material to kids. They call it the anti-gay bill, or they don't say gay bill. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry that 
preventing kids from accessing pornography is not anti-gay. That's just anti-showing kids pornography, which is not even just pornography. It would be one thing if it was a Playboy. It's not, though. It's more like the most the most bizarre, weird fetish stuff in cartoon form for children. That 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 seems wrong to me. But that's the context that's always missing from this. So with all that in mind, that's two bills that are law in Tennessee. And then the federal Congress passed a bill. The House passed a bill called the Parental Rights or the Bill of of Rights for Parents, Parents' Bill of Rights. Uh, Barely, barely passed it, only by, I think it was five votes. Of course, some Republicans voted against it. Some Democrats voted for it. Okay, not everybody's good, not everybody's evil on one side or the other. I have not read the whole bill, so I don't know what it says in it. As far as I know, that's called the Parental Bill of Rights, but it strips rights from parents. I don't know. Do you know? Have you read it? It's like everybody running around. Oh, my God, Florida passed an an anti-abortion bill. Really? Did you read the bill? It actually protected abortion up to 15 weeks. Well, what about medical? It actually allows for medical exemptions. So what are you afraid of? Most of the abortions take place before that anyway. It's like 60-something percent. It barely affects anybody. It just sets a standard in society for health care and sexual health. It, you need to have that to have a functioning society. And that bill was only passed because of the, because of the, the Supreme Court decision within the, within the structure of what the Supreme Court decided. People just panic and don't understand what the law is. It's like here in Arizona. We have the, we have the same law here in Arizona. Went into effect on January 1st this year. But back in October, November, oh my God, abortions are illegal. What are women going to do? It's like, actually, they're not ever going to, they're not going to be illegal. But even right now, the bill isn't even in effect. The law didn't even take effect. So what are you so worried about? I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, a genius, but I understand that there's always more context to these, these stories. And this parental bill of rights, people think probably that's a law. Oh my God, they passed the bill. Okay, well, the Senate has to vote on it. Then the president gets to veto it with his rubber stamp by whatever demon is controlling him from behind the scenes. And then Congress can also override that with a two-thirds vote, even if it's vetoed. Yeah, that's how government's supposed to work. I, it's just like here in Arizona, there's people saying, oh, well, you know, the Republican Congress in Arizona, they're they're voting uh, some, something like they voted for the, the, the school voucher program and you know, to give parents, you know, the right to send their kids wherever they want. And that's not the will of the people. It's like, didn't you elect those Congress people, though? Isn't that what they're supposed to do? Oh, so you don't like what they did. So it's not democracy. It's just it's total. It's not even it's not even ignorance. It's just like it's mental illness is what it is. It's just rabid, uh, which is why I started tonight's show out uh, by explaining, by expressing in the best way that I, I knew how, uh, I guess the overall essence uh, of what tonight's show is really about. And that is cultural divisions are crystallizing and they're crystallizing into very solid and polarizing oppositions. And while this is happening, there's this, it feels like a very heavy, weightful, dark, demonic, call it whatever you will force that is gleefully spreading its wings and laughing at the anguish and the pain and the division and the suffering, etc., that it creates. And every single day is more proof that there really is a war between good and evil, between light and darkness, between the corrupt and the innocent. 
It's not exactly what religion suggests, but there's certainly a war between what is considered universally good and what is considered universally evil. And every single symbol, every single date, every single number, every single synchronicity, every single, call it coincidence, is really just dragging us into a manufactured end times. That's how I see it. So again, those two bills in Tennessee and that federal bill, that federal bill was passed, guess when? On Friday. Those two bills in Tennessee were passed just a few weeks ago. And then what happens in Tennessee? A shooting at a Christian school by someone who's transgender and the media tries to run interference. Snopes says, well, not a lot of, there's not a lot of transgender shooters, so we, we shouldn't be focused on that. It's like, really? Because when the person is white or when they're a male or when they're, I don't know, conservative or because they liked a post on Facebook one time five years ago, all Christians, all conservatives, all white people, all men are evil. When the shooter's Muslim or black or when the shooter's a woman, which does happen, it's pretty rare, but it does happen, or when the shooter's transgender, then it's, well, let's not focus so much on the race or the identification, you know, ethnicity, religion, politics. That, none of that really matters as much. But aren't they just concerned about guns killing people? If you're concerned about guns killing people, at least be consistent on that point. Shouldn't matter what the person looks like. You're right. Shouldn't matter what their politics are. You're right. When someone does something like this. There's also kind of an irony in this Covenant School shooting because the shooter was actually going to go to another school and open fire. They had gone to the Covenant School uh, when they were younger and that they said they went back there as vengeance. I don't know why they were going to go to the other school, but they said they chose not to because the other school had security i.e. we could assume they had armed guards, they had people with guns. So why did the crazy psychopath with mental illness not go to the one school? Because that school had people with guns who were ready to kill her or him when they opened fire. How did the police stop this person, this psychopath? They shot her. It's plain and simple as that. Okay. Now the other details can be worked out in debate and conversation because that's what we're supposed to do in a civil society. You don't have to put guns on the table and say, all right, if someone acts crazy, you pick up the gun and shoot them. What are people talking about? The point is, you go to a place that's a Christian school with no security because it's a Christian school with no security. Who's going to stop you? The police when they arrive. If they arrive on time before you've murdered a bunch of people. If you don't shoot yourself beforehand. Now, let's talk more about that point. This isn't the only transgender shooter. And I don't think this has anything to do with transgenders. But there was a, a shooting in 2018 at a Rite Aid, if you remember. Snochia, Snokia, I don't know the name pronunciation, but Mosley, who was diagnosed with a mental illness in 2016. In 2018, they shot and killed three people and then themselves at a Rite Aid in Aberdeen, Maryland, in the early morning hours. They were a transgender woman. And it was a Rite Aid warehouse, by the way. I'm sure people got afraid. I can't go to Rite Aid. I might be shot. It's a Rite Aid warehouse uh, at Enterprise Business Park in Aberdeen, Maryland. This was in 2018. And they were transgender. They were clinically diagnosed with a mental illness. Then you had the transgender teenager, Alec McKinney, who opened fire at the Denver area charter school. 
Then you had the Club Q shooter, Anderson Aldrich, who, according to court filings, used they, them pronouns, and for the purpose of all formal filings, will be addressed as MX Aldrich, not Mr. or Mrs. Anderson Aldrich is non-binary, says the court records, court documents. You notice a pattern here of behavior, people diagnosed with mental illness, people that identify as transgender or non-binary. Do you notice any kind of pattern? You notice how that pattern has a relationship to virtually every major publicized mass shooting in, I mean, the last 15 years, 25, 30 years? Go back to Columbine. The April anniversary is coming up. From Columbine to Aurora, Colorado, to Covenant School, what do all of these things have in common? Besides the guns and the people dying. Drugs. Lots of drugs. Lots of pharmaceutical drugs. Now I'm going to go out onto a very well-attached and very thick limb here and say that if you have people that identify as transgender, where that's how the media identifies them, and many of them are suffering officially with mental illness, what is one of the things that happens when you identify as transgender and go get care? You get put on puberty blockers if you're young enough, but you get put on hormone therapy first and foremost. Now, we've all been through swings of hormones, you know, whether it's your time of the month if you're a lady, or as a guy, I think guys also go through similar changes every month. Hormones can cause you to cry and cause you to be angry and do things you regret. And you're put on hormone therapy. You have to imagine that hormone therapy might cause acts of violence. You have to imagine that watching the news constantly, being constantly subdued by the terror that you're told lurks around every corner because of your gender or sex, you get really angry. You get some guns. You act out of reaction. You act out of a hormonal imbalance. And you do something terrible like this. And you give everybody else who's LGBTQ a really bad name. Because then you have psychopaths that think every LGBTQ person is ready to start a civil war with all the heterosexuals. And I don't think that's the case either. Although there is the trans day of vengeance. April 1st, 11 a.m. April 1st, 11 a.m. is the Trans Day of Vengeance. Stop trans genocide. Supposed to take place, if I understand this correctly, in Washington, D.C. Supposed to also contain uh, training for firearms. It's supposed to also contain training for firearms at this gathering, this get-together. Now, I don't know about you, but when you factor in the puberty blockers, the hormone therapy, and the surgery for transgenderism, the obsession that people have with abortion in all cases whatsoever, the American Academy of Pediatrics saying if you're overweight, your kid's overweight at 12 years old, just get them surgery and put them on drugs, the desire to not have any children, the, the climate change birth striker movement, firearms training for stopping transgenocide, all seems like it's coming from the same place. Really confused, drugged, mutilated people in all sorts of different ways for all sorts of different reasons. And the idea that they should fight back against whatever oppressive system is oppressing them. Some very evil things 
trying to produce some very disastrous, destructive results. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere. From parahistory and the paranormal to the parapolitical and para-occult, you're listening to The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You know you can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on Ground Zero Radio. I don't need it. Or in the free archive on our website, thesecretteachings.info, or on any radio or podcast player or application. I don't need it. But you can also subscribe to our ad-free archive, now hosted by Aftermath.media. Definitely don't need it. There's the basic and premium option. You get the montages, my digital books, and more. For those of you who already have a Secret Teaching subscription, you can still keep that subscription. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info or aftermath.media and subscribe today. I need it! So we've talked about this on a couple of shows just this year and probably a little bit last year, uh, although one of these stories is from January. The American Academy of Pediatrics says that if your 12 or 13-year-old is a little bit overweight, you should get them drugs and surgery immediately. Just type in new guidance, drugs, surgery, obesity, kids, Associated Press. You'll find it January 9th, 2023. And I can't help but think that's just another angle on puberty blockers and hormone therapy and surgery. And it has nothing to do with trans people or sexuality or gender. It has to do with targeting the innocent. Can't help but think it has a relationship with the cavalier attitude about abortion. I'm not pro-abortion or anti-abortion. I'm a circumstantialist myself. I know that's hard for some people to understand. But when you look at obesity, or you look at childhood development, sex and gender, you look at abortion, you end up at the same place. Drugs and surgery. Drugs and surgery. Is that really the only solution to every single problem or perceived problem? It's drugs and surgery. Drugs and surgery. Drugs and surgery. Don't you think that's a little more dangerous than people legally owning guns? People abuse drugs all the time. Nobody says let's ban drugs. 
Don't you think it's possible that of the last four transgender shooters, or I should say four of the last uh, huge uh, mainstream media promoting uh, mass shootings at the Rite Aid in 2018, the Denver Charter School in 2020, and the Club Q LGBTQ nightclub shooting in 2022. Of all those shootings and the Covenant shooting, all the shooters were transgender. Does that mean transgender transgender people are all evil? No. Of course, the media isn't going to say that, but if they were all white Christian conservative, they'd say evil white Christian conservatives. Don't you think it's possible that those transgender people might have an exaggerated emotional response as a result of hormonal imbalances because of the hormone therapies? Do you think the nightly news coverage of white on black, black on white, the nightly news coverage of trans genocide is happening all the time, every day? Actually, the real genocide is the death of black babies in the womb, but nobody wants to talk about that because the people that are concerned with minority groups and trans people are the very ones enacting policies to keep those kinds of people in servitude to the system. Great example of that is gas prices, food prices, energy costs. Who do you think that affects the most? All those poor people that you're trying to help and stand up for. At least that's what you say you're doing. So these all these all all these things seem similar to me. And with the hormone therapy, I have to imagine that it's just as bad, if not if not worse, uh, or it's combined with other kinds of drugs. It's just as bad as the other kinds of drugs that other shooters have been on. I mean, think of the Fort. The Fort Hood shootings in Texas, uh, Aaron Alexis at the Washington Naval Yard. Uh, I mean, rem- remember the Aurora, Colorado shooting, James Holmes? I mean, the guy, they found the guy drugged in the car. He probably didn't even do that shooting. He was drugged in the vehicle. Doesn't mean people didn't get shot. It just means that this, this kid was a patsy, probably. Probably also a psychopath, but also probably a patsy. You know, that, 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 that story is a really great example, too, because that is... Such a bizarre case. If you remember, the song by Kesha, Die Young, came out around the same time as that shooting. And Lil Wayne released a single around the time of that shooting. And his single featured the number of people who died in that shooting, that many skeletons in a movie theater. That's the Look up the cover of the album. How is that, how is that just a coincidence? I'm not saying Lil Wayne's involved in some conspiracy. It just seems way too specific. Way too weird. Lil Wayne has an album cover or a single album. I think it's a single album cover with dead skeletons in a movie theater and then dead skeletons in a movie theater. Uh, Or, I don't know, Adam Driver's movie last year in August about a train wreck in a town in Ohio. They filmed it in this town in Ohio, East Palestine, Chemicals go everywhere and people have to evacuate. And then in the town where they filmed some of the movie, where the train wreck, where some of the people in the town was in the movie, (laughs) were in the movie, then an actual train derails and spills chemicals and people have to evacuate in the same town they filmed the movie and like a year ago. What are the chances of that? I don't know what it means. Do you know what it means? I don't know what it means, but it, it means something. It's not a coincidence. It might not be an Illuminati conspiracy, but it's not just one or the other. It's somewhere in the middle. There's something odd. There's something weird to that. And here's something else that's really weird. You would think that when people are shot at a school like, you know, the Covenant School, 
If, if people really cared about children, they would be concerned about obesity. They would be concerned about children getting diabetes. They would be concerned about autism. They would be concerned about all the things that are negatively affecting children on a daily basis. They would be concerned about school closures that have set back a lot of kids, especially minority kids, especially black folks in a lot of places where they are minorities, about a year in terms of educational development. That's reading, writing, math, etc. Anybody care about those kids or those black folks? No, they don't care because it's not politically expedient to care. It's not politically necessary to care in those moments. Anybody care that over the weekend, 10 people were shot in Chicago again because of rampant gun crime, because of rampant gangs and drugs and the refusal to prosecute criminals and the coddling of criminals? Anybody care about that? Anybody find it a coincidence that kind of ironically, 10 people were shot in Chicago over the weekend. The shooting at the Covenant School took place at 10 a.m., and it just so happens to be with everything else we talked about tonight, the 10th covenant, the death of kids, the Passover and the Exodus and the Bible in Egypt, the desert. And then here in the desert in Phoenix, we had those kids, four of them that just stopped breathing and died unrelated all across the city at the same time. What are the chances of that? It's the angel of death. Knock, 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 knocking on the door. I mean, is it a coincidence that 200 students at covenant school you divide that by three, the number of kids who died, you get 666. Is that, a, is that a coincidence? Of the three adults, two of them had names that kind of related to the address of the school. Like the address of the school was 33 Burton Hills Boulevard. One of the adults was Mike Hill. And another adult was Cynthia Peak. Peak Hills, Covenant School, coming up on Passover. Like almost like a ritual to bring us into the Passover time with the death of kids. And, and Passover and Exodus and the Mosaic Covenant, Mount Sinai, the Ten Commandments after the Exodus. Is that, that can't be coincidental. How about the, the six young people that died in Tennessee, the same place where the shooting took place, in Tennessee at 2 a.m., that terrible car crash that happened. All this happened on the third month of the year, March, as we approach April. And what happens in April? I mean, think, of the, think about the history of April. From the assassination of Abraham Lincoln and the sinking of the Titanic to the Boston Marathon bombing. Remember the Boston Marathon bombing? They put that little kid covered in blood and stuff on the front cover of Time magazine. When no other magazine cover for Time magazine in the world had that cover in the U.S., it had that cover because we had to feel sorry because children were involved in this. And that means we should should just justify, but we can easily justify anything the state wants to do as a result. How about the Virginia Tech shooting? How about the first air raid on mainland Japan during the Second World War, the Doolittle Raid? How about Waco, Texas? How about that incident? Remember that? All the kids that died? How about the Oklahoma City bombing? All the kids that died? 19 children, I believe. 19 kids died there. Anybody remember the Columbine massacre? Anybody remember the the riots in Baltimore? Mussolini was was, uh, executed, died. Adolf Hitler also died around the same time. Church of Satan was established on April 30th, 1966. Did you know that? May 1st, 1776, the Bavarian Illuminati spawned the real Illuminati, like the secret society. Not this conspiracy popular culture garbage. Also, the Lusitania, with kids on board, was sank, violating a neutrality agreement sailing to Europe. A lot of kids on that ship, blown up by a a U-boat. 
May 1st, May Day. George Bush gave his mission accomplished speech on board the U.S. Abraham Lincoln. The U.S. announced the same date eight years later that killed Osama bin Laden. How about the Freedom Tower and the One World Trade Center, the Freedom Tower in New York City, which replaced the Twin Towers? When did they announce that? May 1st. USA Today headline. I still have a copy of it, a physical copy. I taped to a piece of paper. I cut it out of a newspaper years ago. And they announced it was uh, 1,776 feet tall. Now, if they unveiled that on July 4th, it would make sense. But May 1st, 17, May 1st unveiling, it's 1,776 feet tall. What is May 1st, 1776? The literal creation, the date of the Bavarian Illuminati. Their goal was to infiltrate Freemasonry and positions of power in government, uh, religion, etc. How, how can that be a coincidence? And, and how that's, that's all April. And then you have the Passover and you have Easter. And you have, of course, Ramadan. You have this triplicity. And there's the three, the third month of the year, and the three children, and the 33 Burton Hills, and Mike Hill, and Cynthia Peak, and the Mosaic Hill, Mount Sinai, with the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments. The shooting began at 10 a.m. It's the tenth plague. I think this is all just a coincidence. I'm not saying that it necessarily means anything, but it certainly means something. Ten people also shot in Chicago that same weekend. Anybody care about that? Anybody find it strange that the solution to all of our problems is always drugs and surgery, drugs and surgery, drugs and surgery? Your kid's fat. The AAP says, get them drugs and surgery. Your kid's confused. They're being bullied at school. They're, you know, they want to play dress up like a kid does. Oh, they must be a girl or a boy. Get them puberty blockers and hormone therapy. Of course, they're not old enough to drink or smoke cigarettes or drive a car, but they are old enough to have their breasts removed. They are old enough to take hormone therapy, which is probably much... The surgeries don't happen as often as the hormone uh, therapy or the puberty blockers do. And what's the result of that? Infertility. Mental retardation, literally. Arrested development. How is that not the same thing as 100% pro-abortion in all cases to the point where people get pregnant just to have abortions because it's trendy? Anybody see that that's not kind of similar to the birth strikers and the the anti-industry pro-climate change people that don't want to have kids because of the climate and climate anxiety? I mean, it all results in the innocents being mutilated with drugs and surgery. And it all results in, ultimately, those people not even being born. And if they are born, then drugs and surgery. I mean, does anybody, does anybody see that that's like the, the medical industrial complex that just has its teeth and its talons in everything and everybody? I thought these super liberal people hated the pharmaceutical industrial complex. Now they're like, they're the biggest supporters of it. They defend it. They go to war for it. They don't talk to their family for it. They kneel before it. They bow before it. They pour out libations to it. It's a sickness. It's a disease. It's an illness. Meanwhile, you have people that you probably disagree with on abortion or transgenderism or obesity, and you can have conversations with them and agree to disagree and see other people's points of view. And that's what it means to have different points of view. That's what it means to have a different opinion. Be able to discuss it and talk about it. The people that can't do that, that make this about militarism, I mean, these are the people that they literally support the biggest corporations, the biggest banks, the biggest criminals and psychopaths on planet Earth. It doesn't doesn't make any sense. 
there are people that still, for some reason, for some reason that I just cannot figure out, no matter how much I think about it, maybe if I did drugs, it would help me to understand. They, the, the people that just like, oh, Joe Biden's doing such a fantastic job. Uh, a fantastic job at doing what? Every piece of our infrastructure from energy to food to, well, infrastructure itself. Trains derailing. There was just a, uh, I mean, there was not only the trains derailing, there was a, uh, uh, in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, there was a chemical spill in the Delaware River just like 40 hours ago. And then in Indiana, a chemical plant exploded. There was an alternative energy plant in Florida that blew up. Uh, a factory, another factory in Ohio that blew up. Another train crash in, in Ohio. Build back better, sure. People still, oh, Joe Biden's doing a great job. And, and, and some people just can't grasp the fact that that, because you, you, you say I don't like the things that Joe Biden's doing, that means you hate trans people? or that? What does that mean? I don't think it gets much weirder than this, though. I sent this to my friend Clyde yesterday, and he, you know, he mentioned it on the show, and he played it three or four times on the show last night we did. All these news outlets cut to the president yesterday after the shooting and thought that he was going to be talking about the shooting, which you know he eventually did. He did talk about the shooting. So this is not out of context. This is directly what was cut to a lot uh, Live feed, I mean, they might have like a 20-second delay on it, but it was relatively speaking, it was a live feed. And this is how the president came out to address the shooting. Now, bear in mind, keep in mind, that if Donald Trump had done this, and I'm not, I, I, to be honest with you, I'm sick of Trump supporters. I'm, I'm just, I can't do it anymore myself. I'm sick of it. Okay, I gave them the benefit of the doubt for the longest time. I just, I really can't deal with Trump supporters anymore either, for the record. Uh, but, my point is, if Trump had done what Joe Biden did at this news conference, can you imagine, listen to this, and then try to imagine if Trump was saying it, the reaction that people would have had. He's insensitive. He has no emotions. He's a psychopath. Hang him. But Joe Biden says it, and it's hilarious. So here's the image. Kids get shot by some psychopathic person with a gun. doesn't matter if they're transgender or not. They're just a psychopath. They... They were transitioning to be a man, so we imagine their own hormones. This causes additional imbalances, you know, in, in, in the chemicals in their brain and their body. I imagine that has something to do with it. And Joe Biden is on TV, and here's how he starts his condolences. From the White House. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband, <laughs> and I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh... It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. John, we'll jump back in here. Um, yeah. Uh, considering the moment. Um, we were, we were told that the shooting that, yeah. that just happened uh, left three children dead. 
Uh, three adults dead, shooters dead, and we were told he would be addressing this F off the top. Yeah, it's uh, rather surprising. I thought that a somber President Biden would have come to the podium here and addressed the school shooting. So that's the clip. And there's more to it than that. And yes, he does go into the shooting. So this is not out of context. This is just there. He's supposed to be addressing the shooting. I mean, they cut at the wrong time, maybe, right? Or maybe it's a fake video. It's not a fake video. It's very real video. But that's the thing. You can't tell. Is it fake? Is it real? Is it deep faked? That's the problem now with that kind of technology. You can't tell if it's real or not. The stuff that Joe Biden does half the time anyway, shaking hands with the air, like Chuck Schumer talking to something in his seat in Congress, telling to leave. I don't know if you ever saw the video of that. I'm not sure if these people are senile or they're delusional or they're possessed by something or they can see spirits or the, uh, what was it? The conjuring two where the demon had his, had his hands on that old man in the house. The house really wasn't, it wasn't like um, haunted. It was, there was possession there. The old man was staying in his house, but the demon had control over him. And that's, that's what I think of when I think of, of Joe Biden. I really think that there's something that's attached to him. But you can't, the point is you can't tell if it's fake or you can't tell if it's real. But it's also just an old man sadly deteriorating in front of the world. And his wife, just like John Fetterman's wife, knowing that their husbands are having mental problems, strokes and dementia, they keep pushing them out there because they're power-hungry monsters. They're psychopaths. Fetterman's wife's a psychopath. Joe Biden's wife's a psychopath. If you really loved your husband, you really cared about your husband, you would not be putting them in that position. And yet they do it constantly, like they're handlers. Old man deteriorating. You can't tell if it's real or fake. Also, every time there's a shooting after, you know, it would, during the Obama administration, someone would come out and be like Obama usually would come out and say, if we don't pass gun legislation, there's going to be more of these shootings. More shootings, more shootings. Just make, make this a law. Restrict this, ban this, and then the shootings will stop. Is that just rhetoric or is that a threat? I've always thought it was a threat. For Joe Biden, it almost sounds mocking. They just let him go and do his comedy routine, quote unquote, or whatever it is. I'm Joe Biden. Everybody starts laughing. You know, even if you go watch a stand-up special, I've been to all kinds of stand-up specials. Uh, you know, like Lewis Black, I've been to Bill Burr and a bunch of other people. You know, they come out and you, you clap. You know, you, you know, but they say, hey, it's great to see everybody tonight. Nobody claps like, yeah, yeah. How you doing, Philadelphia? How you doing, New York? And everybody claps. Nobody starts laughing and thinks that's funny. Joe Biden comes out and says, I'm Joe Biden. And you get this immediate laugh. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Joe Biden, he, he said he's Joe Biden. That's hilarious. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> and I can't help but think, I'll rewind that and play it for you. You can listen to that. It almost sounds like a bad sitcom. You know, it sounds like the Big Bang Theory or Two and a Half Men where it's like totally staged. Sometimes stuff is funny, but it's like totally staged comedy. It's not funny. It's a general statement. And there's the laugh track. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband, and I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. 
By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh, it's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? Do <laughs> your kids, all four of them? Yes. Well, stand up, guys. So good-looking kids back there. You know what Joe Biden looks like? Mention, you're speaking of The Conjuring 2. He looks like the crooked man. He looks like he's got that real crooked, big smile with the teeth, like the hollow ghost or slender man or something like that. It just looks totally evil. Can you imagine if, if anybody else would have done that? Like if they had stopped, uh, I'm not even necessarily a huge fan of her, but Marjorie Taylor Greene, they had asked her like, what you think of the, the shooting and, and she was like, well, I like ice cream and look at these good kids over here. How do you think they would have responded to that? Or Ron DeSantis or any, anybody, anybody. If you were making jokes about the school shooting, people would look at you and think, what, what is wrong with you? And, and then again, it would be one thing to make a joke. But if you're just like, hey, I'm Joe Biden, I got ice cream. And everybody's like, yeah, it's so funny. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. It's like a bad sitcom, like a really bad sitcom with a really bad laugh track that isn't even synced up. That's weird, isn't it? I, mean, I think it's weird. Let's be fair to Joe Biden, though. Let's let's listen to what he said about the shooting. It's about a minute long. I just want to speak very briefly about the school shooting in Nashville, Tennessee. It's sick. You know, we're still gathering the facts of what happened and why. And we do know that as of now, there are a number of people who are not going to, did not make it, including children. It's heartbreaking, uh, a family's worst nightmare. And I want to commend the police who responded incredibly swiftly within minutes and the danger. And uh, we have to do more to stop gun violence. It's ripping our communities apart, ripping the soul of this nation, ripping at the very soul of the nation. We have to do more to protect our schools so they aren't turned into prisons. You know, uh, the shooter in this situation reportedly had two assault weapons and a pistol. So I call on Congress again to pass my assault weapons ban. It's about time that we began to make some more progress. Under the guise of caring about these kids that he probably wants to sniff and smell, they look, they look really, those three kids that died, that's, a, that's an awful shame. I'd like to, I really wanted to smell them. Calling Congress to pass an assault weapons ban, which he signed an executive order recently about this. And this is just the same standard boilerplate Democratic response to every tragedy. More gun control. You know, California just passed a law or they're, I, no, 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 excuse me. They, they're thinking about passing a law. Their Congress is looking at, you know, the details and putting it together um, to make it illegal to have gas prices at a certain amount. Now, the average person who doesn't understand how their own bank account works uh, doesn't understand what that means. That, that means literally the state enacting price controls on private companies or any company for that matter. Do you have any idea what that does? You know the history of that? Check out Cuba or Venezuela or North Korea if you want to learn about price controls. It's all under the guise of we're going to protect you from the evil gas companies that we're helping to make billions of dollars. And that clip I just played you from Joe Biden, that was the official Joe Biden Twitter page. So it was like hours of ice cream and I like kids cut up into like 54 seconds of the most coherent things he said, and even then it wasn't that coherent. 
ripping the soul of the country apart. What's ripping the soul of the country apart is telling transgender people that all white people want to kill them and hunt them down. Like Joe Biden said a few weeks ago, black people are still afraid of being lynched by white people that still want to go lynch those black people. He's probably right about that. He's one of the people who wants to lynch the black folks because if Joe Biden has a history of anything that has been consistent, it's that he is a rabid racist who does not like anybody except white liberals. That's his history. I could play you the clips. I don't have time. But it's the exploitation, once again, of a crisis to advance a political narrative, a political agenda. To change and alter the narrative in real time to benefit those that have the power and the control apparatus directing society forward. So from those kids, those babies that died in in the desert in Phoenix, that just have the breath taken from them, to the desert of Egypt and the 10th plague, firstborn dying. The shooting at Covenant School began at 10 a.m. That same weekend, there were 10 shot in Chicago. Think of the Exodus and the 10 plagues out of the Exodus, the covenant between God and the Israelites. We get the 10 commandments. And what is the covenant between God and the Israelites? A covenant between heaven and earth. And the school was called Covenant. Of the 200 kids, if you divide that by the number of kids who died, seems like a random thing, but it gives you not 75.865, it gives you 666. And speaking of the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai, of the three adults killed, two of them had names that related to mountains or hills and peaks, Mike Hill and Cynthia Peak. The address of the school, 33 Burton Hills Boulevard, Tennessee. The shooter was transgender, just like the shooter at the Denver Charter School, the Rite Aid, and the shooter at the LGBTQ nightclub. Pretty sure hormones can cause violent outbursts. All kinds of other drugs can do the same thing. This happens in the third month of the year. Another car crash during the witching hour in Tennessee, the same state that just passed all this legislation preventing public displays of drag queens and preventing children who are eight years old from being basically taken by the by the, uh, the psychologists or psychiatrists and being chemically or physically castrated. And then Tennessee's the spot of the transgender shooter who went back to the school because they were oppressed by the evil Christians. And look, I'm not a Christian, certainly not a Satanist, but there really is a war between good and evil, between light and darkness. And sometimes those things are relative. And this isn't something we can define with a dictionary and put things into... Very, very rigid categories. That's what we try to do to understand things. But every every single day we see more proof that there is really a war between good and evil. And every symbol, every date, every number, every synchronicity, every single little tiny so-called coincidence is dragging us into a manufactured end times. Not to mention the whole stuff about Vladimir Putin trafficking kids out of Ukraine to Russia to concentration camps and re-education centers. He's brainwashing those kids. Okay, but if, if that's true, which I doubt that it is because I'm sure it's just raw propaganda, not that he's a great guy. Kind of sounds like what we're doing culturally, institutionally here in the States and in large parts of Western society. But that's okay if we do it. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Don't shoot the messenger for pointing out the inconsistencies and the double standards and the hypocrisies. And don't be too sure you think you know where I stand on these issues. 
you have questions, email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Please grab a copy of one of the books. Please subscribe and please listen to the free show archive and share it with your friends because we get paid when you do that. And again, it's completely free to you. Secret Teachings will be back tomorrow night, the 29th, Wednesday, on GroundZero.radio. Talk to you then.